Okay, good morning. I always remember morning. your friend in the yeshiva, your Jerusalem. I had to have his coffee just... Yeah, yeah. Oh my, yes, yes, I do remember. I won't forget him. What time you say we could have a steak Monday morning, afternoon? <laughs> and what, you wake up in the morning yeah. after chakras, right after chakras. Okay. Oh, so uh, then Ash is going to do a breakfast for us that morning? <laughs> no, I'm going to have a, yeah, you know, a steak for him only. Okay. <laughs> let's, he loves his steak. Thanks let's so get, uh, right. besides love of steak, uh, today's topic, it's probably, it's probably take a couple of times, uh, is loving yourself. So no, we do that. We do that. Now it's loving your wife. Loving your wife or if you're or loving your husband, if you're a lady. Okay. Avis Ish Isha, who davar shrikhova shebenim ava Right? You're not supposed to be married and just have a par of uh, relationship. You're supposed to have a passionate love. I'll start with the love that a husband should have for his wife. The Talmud says, A person is obligated to love his wife like himself, like you want to take care of your own body, like you love your steak. You make sure to give her honor more than yourself. You have to honor more than you would honor yourself. Ephes, kilo yivna be'av al so'is to me'avoyas Hashem yisparach. It shouldn't, uh, uh, but it shouldn't pull you out of, uh, you know, a person could say, you want to spend all night with their wife, never learn. <laughs> you know, it shouldn't pull you out of serving Hashem. That love should be a passionate love, intense love. I mean, not to pull your, uh, you out of Torah and mitzvahs, that, that, that it can't, uh, it can't be. Now, we'll see, obviously, if the, like any any act of love has to be spending time. And obviously, if a person's wife is physically ill, uh, like you see in the Talmud or something like that, that changes the equation. But everything being equal, you know, there's somebody that says, what happened to me in Shalom Bias? So that works a couple of times. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're never coming to me and you're always saying Shalom Bias, that's not, that's not the way the system's supposed to be. And that's why the Tana was already monster. Altar Basicham Isha. Don't sit there speaking uh, to, uh, to your wife all day and all night. Right? It's Beishta Isha Garam Rala Atzmo. Person, all he does is speak to his wife and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Is Garam Rala Atzmo causes bad to himself. Doesn't learn Torah. In the end, that individual will, will inherit not. Uh, Wealth, but H E L L, right? Because he's sitting there squandering, uh, close the doors, uh, squandering all of his all of his ability there. So the people who never end up learning, never end up davening, because they're always hanging out with their wife, or the wife doesn't let them leave the house. She has a leash around them. You can't leave me at night. The Amar of our sages tell us a holyk achar ishto. Naifel Begahanim. If you're gonna to listen to your wife on these at matters, you're gonna you're gonna get into uh Gehanim. It's obviously a balance. The goal is to have a passionate love for your wife. Just like your wife can't tell you to eat treif, your wife can't tell you to break Shabbos. Um I, you know, it's not for now, but probably the, the most challenging questions you'll ever get is if the husband becomes religious. And he, and he had, when he was not when he marries a woman and she doesn't want to go to the mikvah, mm-hmm. you can't you cannot. There is no leniency on that area, right? I mean, there's nothing to talk about over there. 
Uh, so you can't do that. Same thing on the positive. She, you can't be blocked from ever learning Torah going to a minion because my, my wife needs me. You know, what's, what's her need? Not she needs you. She wants to hang out with you all day and all night. No, no learning. We got to do everything. You know? So uh, all, all, all relationships need time and love and care. But you cannot sacrifice your life right, because of this. So um, that you should know before you get married. <laughs> you want someone who, a woman who does that. But assuming that you're married already, so then you've got to create that uh, reality. Uh, she has small doichas. Therefore, you have to push with your left and bring with your right. Um, and you gotta also love. If you love your wife, you gotta love her soul. Real love. This is important. If you have a teacher, you have a parent who never disciplines, who never corrects. If your wife sees you going out with stains on your shirt, which you don't realize, I, uh, she doesn't love you. What is your kind of kind of wife lets you go outside with stains on your shirt? If you she if you if you have poppy seeds in your teeth, right? Uh, you know what kind of what kind of wife just lets you walk out? Like I've had conversations with people, and then you look in the mirror, like oh my goodness, I was like my tooth. Don't say anything to me. Yeah. Right? If you care about someone, you'll say something. Same thing, you know, the Jewish people. You know, people, uh, people would rather. Since this today, I was just talking to Mr. Drury, who's the wine guy. So my, I was, he, brought, he brought my article about the simulation. Is he, is he related to uh, the other drawer? No, no, he's related to the chief rabbi of Kiryat Shmona. Ah. <laughs> so he said the Mamash Holocaust today. So you know what? People don't even say anything. You know, there are Jews in the time of 1940 didn't say the Holocaust either. Keep it quiet. Don't bother FDR. Meanwhile, Jews are being gassed to death in Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. Not 1940, 1942. Right? Gassed to death. But don't say anything. Do you, does that mean you love Jews to so let them all gassed to death? You watch, you watch Jews get intermarried and just say, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to hurt anybody. You know, don't insult the reform. Let them get to the hotel. Don't, let, don't stop people from intermarrying. This is amazing. Somebody told me yesterday, somebody you know, she said, love my article. But she didn't want to send to some of her, her whole list because she has friends that, are, that, that will be insulted because they're in that situation. So, I, so it just shows you, by the way, it's like today, if you're a conservative reform rabbi, you, can never, you can't even speak out against intermarriage. It's a done deal. That, that move, those movements, you can't, it's like impossible to say a word because so many of their kids in general are, are you so, so what happens is it now normalizes the whole thing. They perform the ceremonies. Oh, yeah. I mean, even though conservative officially, theologically, that still doesn't believe in it, they do it. It's a done, I mean, it's over. That fight is, Rahman al-Latzan, over for them. Um, but like, you know, you're worried about insulting your friends. You, why don't you worry about the fact that they're on the path to, to spiritual destruction? You're insulting them? Hey, he, he sell, you tell somebody you love who, who's a drug addict, don't take, tell, don't take drugs. Hey, I, to his credit, uh, I, you know, the one thing I heard from, from the president about his family a long time ago, he said, he has this three, his mantra, he always says, no drugs, no no smoking, smoking and something no else. Drinking. No drinking, no drugs, and no smoking. He said he, every time his kids went out, before they left the house, that's why he, he told them those three things. And he had to say it to him. No drugs, no smoking, no, uh, no, no, no drinking. And he made his kids say that every time. You know what happens if you let your kids drink and smoke? And he, he said that his brother was an alcoholic. He, yeah. got, he watched his brother die. He ruined his life from out. 
So that's to his credit. He has normal kids because, he, you know, but if you watch this go on and you do nothing, well, guess what? The person you have to be the most, actually mentioned this to the Ben Av, the Kutzke Rebbe. Remember I said, it's Menachem Av because uh, if, if a kid does something wrong, who potches the kid? A parent. If some stranger potches the kid, usually they're a wacko, right? They have no, no self-control. Well, you know, even disciplining another person's kid. You know, again, if you see a kid run across the street. But, like, usually it's the parent who does. It's, I mean, that's why it's, it's a comfort that the parent loves us. Well, if you love your wife and she's messing up, you need to tell her. You got to explain that to her. You got to say something. You got you to say something. So, uh, so if you ikra ava, obviously you love your wife, you care about her soul. Va'alav mutol is a very, very important word. Va'alav chicha benom siach. Now, with your wife, you know, you, you come and you tell something gently, explanatory, kindly. You don't come, you know. I've heard I speak fire and brimstone once in a while. So I think I speak fire and brimstone in my house. Rabbi Sai, Robinson, this is what you have to do. No, one thing is a, sh- a drasha, you know, in your house. You gotta be. You're talking to a person over here, individually, one on one, you know. You know, honey, wife, Rachel, Robinson, whatever you call your wife, you know, uh, sweetie, you know, uh, you know, uh, where it's her for, you know, you can't do that. That's not the halacha. It's not okay to do that. Or that maybe if you're saying that, you know, it could be questionable. Shahara, whatever it means. You, you listen to your wife speaking to her girlfriend. Oh, you hear what the rabbi said? No, she wouldn't do that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you hear, you hear, you hear. You see what she wore today? You listen to your wife, listening to this Lashon Hara Mamish. Lashon is like eating pig right in front of you. It's not going to say anything. You're not going to say anything. You're watching this, watching this happen. Uh, uh, your wife is... You know, I, I, there are unfortunately men who, who, you know, obviously should be attracted to your wife, but there are men who like their wives to be trophies. Mm-hmm. So they want their wives to dress provocatively. And that's certainly in, 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 uh, that's out there in the world. I mean, they want their wives. Who does she have to dress like that for? Not, you can, so, so everyone else should turn their head to her. Say, if they to keep your wife away from Lashon Hara and Kas and anger or depression. These ladies today, someone half these women, half. There's certainly women walk around depressed. You look at your wife walk around depressed, you know, like, like you know, morose, uh, melancholy. Uh, you gotta tell her it's an favorite to be sad. You know, sure about it. It's 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 it's, it's terrible. People walk around. Uh, uh, look, maybe I'm gonna tell you one thing. It's made the size of your house. Isn't that? People. I grew up in. Uh, people who had 12,000 square feet houses in Miami Beach, Florida, which was houses don't cost $380,000. They cost $3.8 million, at least. At least. And these people are miserable wretches. You'd see, it's not the house. It's not the lifestyle. You can be happy or sad wherever you are in the world. That's the reality. I saw I grew up... Not, I was in that area, but not too far from a super wealthy area. I mean, you would see people super wealthy, just unhappy. You gotta think... You gotta, happiness is a state of mind. <laughs> It's the most important thing in the world. Happiness is a state of mind. It's not, it's not your externals. It will never be your externals. And it will always be your state of mind. Uh, the, you know, obviously, you're a Muna, you're Bitaq, and all that. It, hel- it helps. It helps. The Gemara says it helps to have comforts because, as long as you're not dependent on it, because it's hard to be happy if you have 12 kids in a one bedroom apartment, right? It's like, you know, or if you don't have running water, it's harder. It's no question about it. But ultimately, stay not. So if you see every wife walk around depressed, you gotta say to me, you know, not to be, a, you know, it's not not okay. 
you have to walk, you know, not only it's, hey, um, uh, Moshe of Talisant using God's name in vain, you know, goodness darn it, or oh my goodness, or, or, oh gosh, or oh my goodness, also, like, who says you can use God's name like that? You know, Goyim, a lot of them do that. Yashka, they like say, like, like they, they, they stub their toe, like, and then they go, Yashka! Like, you know, like, I can't believe this happened to me. Like, you know, that's push it. Um, and the truth is, you can say, he wasn't anything, he's not God, so you can say whatever you want about him. But, like, they, you know, you know, you know but at the end of the day, you know, like, yeah, you know, you say God, oh my goodness, you don't say God's name in vain. That's not how a Jew lives. The Chahina say the Nashim say the Nazikim, I, uh, by a woman, you see a davening, you watch her wife bench. She benches in, you know, either incorrectly, or she zooms through benching, or she doesn't say brachas correctly, or she doesn't keep Shabbos correctly. you got to tell her. And, she, and vice versa, by the way. We're just talking, we're focusing now, husband to wife. You can't just sit there and have a reality. Now, obviously, if it's a level of observance, if there's other issues, then you got to deal with that reality. But... You know, Listen to this. How amazing it is. The Lama law different to learn with her. Including different Now, at those days, there, there were less women's classes, and there weren't. There's no women's formal education. Today, they go to Shurim, but certainly to learn together. Um, by the way, I, I told this to somebody in my family last week. Uh, your parenting is a tag team, and this family didn't know what it meant to be parents. Like they, they think you just give birth to kids, and then you, you have to, to think about parenting, and they're already having problems. You know, you got if one parent's messing up, you got to tell the other parents. You know, if parents kind of you know uh, taking out their boxy on their child, or one parent just gives a child candy every time they don't listen. <laughs> the people do that. They bribe their kids. You know, the kids that refuses to listen, and they just like bribe the kid. How do you think that kid's gonna turn out when they get older? Every time they don't do something right, you give them candy and cake. You know. It's like, oh, dude, you know, breaking this, breaking this, you know, I'll give you cake and candy. Like, what do you think is going to happen? What kind of craziness is that? Uh, so you got to work together. I mean, it means you got to, now that, what that does mean is it means like any other person, you got to think how to say it, um, you know, with your wife, obviously, or you know her best. And you know what makes her tick and you have to have a relationship like anything else in this world. You have to, it has to come from love. Not from anger. It has to be calm. It has to. But to watch your wife do this, to be in a house where this is happening, is 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 is. It means you don't love her. If you love a person, you want their best, right? If you love the Jewish people, you want the Jewish people's best. You know, if you marry right, you have a wife. You find favor in her eyes. But if you're not so lucky and you find that you find yourself with a tough wife, bad lots, Ishikasha, right? Now, you know, in, in, in today's world, it's, we live in a different world. We live in a world of no fault desert, divorce. What's no fault divorce? Nobody's fault? No, it means if your wife sneezes, the only thing she sneezes, you divorce her. Oh. It used to be, not that long ago, this country. And 40 years ago, no, almost every state you ha- had yeah, to have some, reason. Yeah. some serious reason. Yeah. And, uh, not that, like, today, it's like you could be married to someone six years, you wake up one morning and say, you know, I don't like her. Get rid of her. 
Yeah, that's, that's completely okay. But usually the laws were, once marriage was much more, first of all, the laws actually had something called real marriage, not like today. You, know, you can marry a dog almost today. You know, you call that marriage. Uh, but they had, marriage was a concept uh, in, in real life. And you, and you couldn't just, once you're married, it's, it wasn't like you just pull out of there. There was, you had to have, you were, there was commitment. You know, there was really, listen, in our Torah, there's an idea of divorce. But it was always a, like, last, 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 last result. Or, you know, last result, last, you know, option, nuclear option. Today, people can get divorced immediately. I mean, that's, you know, in certain, in certain circles, it's, it's common, even for, for no reason whatsoever. No, the commitment is much more weak today. So in those days, if you married a tough lady, you had kids with her, you weren't getting divorced. Okay. You know, you had, you know what? I mean, yeah, the damage done to families where the kids' parents are divorced is terrible. Terrible. These, these, the chances of kids recovering fully is very low. There's always a scar. Now, it doesn't mean they're all messed up for life. It just means that there's a scar. That, that, that's, that's a reality of, of divorce, right? So if you married somebody who was a difficult person, so you're in the sign called what's our chayzik lisnag. You gotta, you can't, you can't. Uh, uh, you know, it's amazing to me. By the way, today, the, the, I, the, I don't. You know, my mother-in-law, who's a professor of social work, she gets like serious domestic abuse cases. Like that's like domestic abuse is where you can start thinking about like really like, physical abuse. Like that's like serious stuff. Uh, I've never had anything like that. Thank God, like nothing like that. But like they come in, people are like. The end of the world has happened. What's the end of the world? He doesn't love me, or she doesn't do this. Like, she doesn't put my socks in the place they wear ass. Like, that's like the end of the world. My socks. So what's the big deal? I've told her a hundred times. My socks have to be in this drawer, and I can't handle this anymore. Like, like that's like the 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 the, the I can't say tell tell my socks. So like, you're just like okay. So you take your socks, you move it. It's like you know, I'm sure you do things a hundred times also, which she doesn't like. Like, but like. Um, it, it's like the, if your socks are not put in the right drawer, or, or, or you know, uh, actually, you know, or, or she does this, and or she messes this up, or he does this, it's like get out of town. Like the chazal thing, if you're a tough person, which means they're not on your side, they're really, really cantankerous and difficult. Who is married to a tough wife? The Gemara says, I don't know. The kid tried to, to, to do the mother would do always the opposite, and the kid flipped it on purpose. The father said, "No, he can't do that." Mm. Rav, right? Oh, right. right. He, he was she, trying to. Uh, oh, okay. No, Rav. Yeah. So, so his son started to flip the things, and then uh, so he said, "He married to a real tough lady. You still got to act correctly." Yeah. Uh, say something that, that the grounds for the divorce could be. Even Get in? Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's machlik. It's the end of get. No, it's two opinions in get. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Um, Makes bad coffee. It's grounds for divorce. Yeah, some soup, like soup, soup, <laughs> soup, the soup. Yeah, or burning the toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 the answer is And the bottom line is the Gemara said. One second. Vetitali bo baraz nafshal shalos. First of all, our wives save us from sin. Uh, you're not married. Your head's going to be in the gutter very often, or or you'll be you'll be in the gutter. <laughs> not just the head. You'll end up uh, 
spending time with uh, a stormy whatever, uh, oh. you know, uh, and this woman raises our children. Uh, and we should know a woman in general, like Mara says, that they're, they're, they're not, the das is kalas, even though they're more intuitive than men. They, 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 uh, uh, you gotta be able to use your, your knowledge how to improve it. If a woman does something you don't want, here's a, here's a good lesson for life. Don't get angry at her. Because you're not gonna fix the situation. You're screaming and angry, and it's not gonna fix the situation. On the contrary, it's gonna exacerbate the situation, right? And you'll damage yourself in the process. You shouldn't. Humiliate her, curse her, certainly not hit her. Chalila vachas, God forbid, this is a minig haborim, empties, low lives, reikim, poichsim, v'nafshahu chayla. You know what? When you, when, you, when you tell off your spouse, you know you're damaging your own soul. You damage your own soul when you do that. Rach beper, rach. You have to tell your wife, and she messed up legitimately. Perach with a soft tongue, matok, and a sweet tongue or palate. Right? right? You got, that's not how you talk to people. If you want to get through, you want to actually be productive, not reactive. You want to create. You don't want to damage your relationship. This applies to any relationship, by the way. You don't want to damage your relationship, but you want to in, in, help the person. In the continuation, but parents and children, the exact same thing, by the way. <laughs> right? You don't want to damage it permanently very often. And you just want to fix the person, help them. You have to speak like that. Uh, and if, if it's ever a case of you're insulted, you should be insulted. And do not insult. Uh, if this is your, you know, your, your situation, should be, you should serve Hashem happiness. When you marry somebody legitimately, obviously you don't meet a woman in a pub and you, 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 you marry a body. That's not, you know, you didn't marry a lady. You, but when you marry somebody because you find them to be a good person uh, and, and then things don't develop, that's Mashem Ishalish. And the truth is, the Gemara says, if you have a tough marriage, you're, you have kapara in this world. It'll actually save you from difficulties. He said, at some level, uh, you should even look for a, da- uh, for a bad wife if you could handle it. But uh, he's not recommending that. Because no one really can handle these things too easily. Uh, but, means, but if God, that's what you get. You know, sometimes, you know, you know, someone just told me yesterday, somebody was diagnosed with something just yesterday, last week. Um, that you know, imagine you're married, you just get and somebody gets sick right away, and that's from Hashem, right? You know, that's you know, that, that's your, your situation. Hashem wanted you to be, you know, a young married couple, and then somebody gets sick right away. That is Hashem's challenge for you, and obviously, there's a ability to be mechaper for that. And also, in marriage, if you're going to to hate your wife or dislike her. It will affect the children itself, the product of the love. Actually, the more ava, the more passion and intimacy, Chazal tells us that the better the children are. Uh, and as you know, 
Kabbalah, uh, every time a husband and wife are intimate, there's a, there's, a, there's a spiritual force created in the world. So if that Ahava in general is not there, the spiritual forces created in the world are not uh, what they're supposed to be. Uh, one of the ways to make sure to stay peaceful in the house is not to nickel and dime your wife. Right, you know, you're looking every at every te- penny and every dime and everything. Because if your wife feels like you're being cheap on her, she'll make your life difficult uh, as well. Right, and get a look at marriage as an investment. You know, you see a cheap company. I don't ever work for a cheap company with the. They nickel and dime the employees at everything. They can't use anything without. And you know, you can imagine you don't like working for the company. If everything you do, they, they come after you for for the five cents. It's a billion dollar company. You can't do anything. And you know, what happens? You know. You know what? You know, Google has it right. What, what does Google try to do? They make the work environment. You have food every fifteen. You know, if you're kosher, you don't have that. But I've been in Google before. I've spoken there. You know, they have literally food places every few feet. It's crazy. Every 100 feet, there's like a different uh, restaurant there. You know, the cleaners. So what do they get? They get loyal. You get, you get, you get create people who like the work environment. Right? If you, but if everything is, don't use an extra paper. Right? You go to the company, don't print, you know, print exactly this much. Don't ever print another paper. And this is exactly midactic. So you create a reality. You know, can you imagine these places? There are, there, are, there are people like that. There are bosses like that, too. Right, you create attention, like, you know, like you know, you know, like it makes it so. If you you don't want that creation, you have to invest. It's just like you invest in employees or invest in, you know, a bonding and invest in marriage. Marriage, you can't be. I told someone recently they were they were dating. They're cheap in dating. You can't be cheap. You know, you gotta obviously live within a budget, but it's you're, it's an investment, right? You can't. You're not gonna give you happily. You got it's an investment. You gotta take your wife on a date. It's an investment. You gotta spend money on on flowers. I don't, you know, you, you, you it's an investment. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do these. It's an investment. According to your blessing, you gotta obviously, if you can't afford certain things, legitimately can't afford, you can't go into debt. Uh, but according to your blessing, you should invest in the three fives. And you gotta make sure that your wife is happy. Why should you make sure? Because the Talmud says in Bava Metziah, in a bracha so there's no blessing in a house. If your wife is unhappy, you don't have a house of blessing. Okay? You know, and again, it's a normal reality. If you have a company, and the company, if people are unhappy, that will not be a blessed company. The, the channel, like actually I told someone not that long ago, they were making a decision. I said, was your wife going to be happy with this? No, not really. But this is what I want. I said, you're going to destroy yourself. You know, like, you know, like you can't do things like that. The blessing house comes with shulishto. The gadol shalom habayis. Shalom habayis is so great. You can even erase the name of God. So if you want to take off any bad for yourself, to invest in marriage, not to be medactic in marriage. To realize that if you don't have shalom bias, you do not have blessing.